It's Tuesday, March 24, 2009. Disaster in Alaska. Exxon Valdez, 20 years later. Has it been that long? It has. Plus, Mount Redoubt speaks out 20 years later. Oh, what will Bobby Jindal have to say about that? I have a feeling we're going to find out. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyen. And all of that straight ahead on your 20th anniversary edition of the Green News Report. We haven't really done the Green News Report for 20 years, but we do have three stories. With 20th anniversaries. 20th anniversaries today, two of them in Alaska. At yes, least two of them, two in, of them Alaska. in Alaska. Indeed. Desi it was Dorn, 20 years ago today. The oil tanker Exxon Valdez ran aground in Alaska's Prince William Sound, spilling 11 million gallons of crude oil, polluting 1,300 miles of shoreline along one of the most prolific marine fisheries in the world, killing hundreds of thousands of animals and birds, and devastating the ecology and local economy of communities that depend on the sound for their livelihood. Yes, but that was 20 years ago, so everything is all cleaned up, everything's fine, all of those animals are back. Not Exactly. Now, some of it has been, most of it has cleaned up, but there are still signs left of the oil spill. And it's actually found about, you know, two feet or a foot below the sand. You can actually still find the oil still polluting the shoreline. Really? Yes. Now, Exxon spent two billion on the controversial cleanup process, plus another billion on fines and settlements. But Exxon did appeal a five billion judgment in punitive damages. And the third time for the appeals was the charm. The Supreme Court in June cut those damages from five billion down to 500 million. Wait, in in just just last year? Just last June. Now, coincidentally, Exxon CEO Lee Raymond retired in 2006, and his retirement pack- package was $400 million. And now, 20 years later, after that judgment from the Supreme Court, Exxon has finally begun, begun paying out to local communities. Now, also, just Now that comparison. they got it down to $500 million yes. from $5 billion. Yes. And 20 years later. Yes. And it's important to note also that Exxon has been the most profitable company in the world since 2005, last year alone, with profits of $45 billion. So, oil spills pay off. They made forty-five billion in profit. They brought down the to five hundred million. Yes, they, twenty years later, they promised litigation. They got it, and they were ended up with one tenth of the punitive damages that they were originally. So ultimately, with. this did not hurt them at all, did it? Well, I'm I'm not going to be the one to say that, but I'll I will say it. It didn't hurt them at all. How about the animals? Did have they all come back? No, they haven't. There are certain animal populations that have not come back. Other ones have rebounded. Remember how Louisiana Governor Bobby Jindal in the Republican response to President Obama's speech to the joint session of Congress that was last month? He was mocking spending in the stimulus bill. I do, and I have it uh, right here okay. when he was talking about volcanoes. While some of the projects in the bill make sense, their legislation is larded with wasteful spending and includes $140 million for something called volcano monitoring. Instead of monitoring volcanoes, what Congress should be monitoring is the eruption of spending in Washington, D.C. Yes, they <laughs> should. How ridiculous to monitor volcanoes. How what crazy. Was, of course, what are those Democrats thinking? I know. Well, you know, Sunday night, Alaska's Mount Redoubt replied. It erupted five times. Oh, my God. <laughs> yes, it did. It's 100 miles southwest of Anchorage. And you know what? Nobody was hurt. You know why? Why? Because it would seem that the scientists at the U.S. Geological Survey knew the eruption was coming. What, because they were of, monitoring they volcanoes? They were monitoring. 
torturing with That's their tax wasteful dollars. That's spending. I don't well, know what they were thinking. you know, the last big eruption was in 1989, and it nearly brought down a commercial, a commercial airliner full of passengers. Uh, 20 years ago? Really? Yeah, it wasn't 20 years ago today. It was 20 years ago. It actually erupted for about a year 20 years ago, starting in, in January. Yes, and you know, your tax dollars at work with that volcano monitoring, that advance warning gave the Air Force time to shelter many aircraft that we also paid for, that they wouldn't be damaged by all that volcanic ash. Very nice. Other Indeed. than that, Bobby Jindal was completely right. Yes. <laughs> Again, we have another big 20th anniversary this year, 1989, of the Montreal Protocol. That was the first ever international agreement to regulate chemicals. It was phasing out the use of CFCs and other chemicals that were slowly depleting the Earth's protective ozone layer. Now, what's cool about this is that we have this linked on the website. NASA this week presented the results of a new simulation that projects what might have been if the world had not come together to work together to save the ozone layer. The simulation shows that if we had done nothing, by the year 2065, two-thirds of the ozone layer would have been lost. Solar UV radiation would have increased 650%, and everybody would be able to get a DNA-altering sunburn in five minutes or less. Well, and now, this was the project where they got rid of the aerosol cans back in the day. Yes, I refrigerants, pumps and chlorofluorocarbons. And this, this was a big government project. I remember this. Could we get something like that passed today, or would we have a bunch of people say, oh, no, this is government meddling. We shouldn't be uh, telling people what well, kind of deodorant Well, at the very least, they can point to the success of the Ozone Protecting Treaty and say, look, it worked here. We can do this. Poo and pee power is in the news again. Oh, you love this, don't you? <laughs> I do. City officials in Oslo, Norway, announced this week a new program to purchase buses that operate on biofuels that are extracted from human waste. Now, guess where they get that biofuel? Where do they get the biofuel? Their very own city sewage treatment plant. Nice. It gives gas a whole new meaning, doesn't it? Oh, it's cheaper man. than regular diesel, and it runs more quietly, and there's no smell. Oh, man. You're a potty mouth. I know. All right. All of that and much more at our website, greennews.brad bradblog.com where we are partying like it's 1989 you can drop us email greennews at bradblog.com we'd love to hear from you alaska stay out of the disasters i'm brad friedman and i'm desi doyan and this has been your 20th anniversary green news report